Hey Rebels, my name is Matthew Barton and I'm the host of the Rebellion Brewing Podcast. Today's episode is focused on a cause that is near and dear to the hearts of rebels everywhere. It's the fight against cancer. As a brewery, we've held a number of events and brewed special beers, including yours truly, who has shaved his beard and grown a brand new mustache for November. Sometimes, the need seems so great and the problem of cancer seems so complex that it's hard to see the progress we're making. But the good news is we know we're making a difference. Cancer treatments are becoming more effective, more affordable, and the mortality rates are dropping. Our doctors and scientists are making great strides and it's something we need to remember. It's something we need to be proud of. It's, I think it's something we, we need to celebrate. That's why I'm proud to introduce today's guest. Her name is Nora Yates. She's the CEO of the Cancer Foundation of Saskatchewan, and she's going to tell us about the work they do and why they're so important. So let's get into it. Nora, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. How's it going? It's good. It's a great day. I feel like I've waited way too long to get you on the show. (laughs) Well, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you got me on. Before we get into talking about cancer, let's talk a little bit about beer. This is a beer podcast after all. Absolutely. So what we gave you today is our raspberry sour smoothie. Mm -hmm. It's a brand new beer. It's 4.5% ABV. And shockingly, it contains a little bit of lactose, so I I won't be having any. I'll be (laughs) enjoying it vicariously through you. Okay. But I've got myself a a stout. Perfect. So you want to have a sip? Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Click. Well, I enjoy my beer. (laughs) What do you think? Well, it's raspberry. The first hit is a bit, it is sour, because I wasn't, even though it says sour, I wasn't expecting it. It's a bit sour but not in a bad way it just kind of livens up your taste buds you know let me let me just try it again one of the things i tell people on their first attempt ever having a sour beer is they might get a little palate shock Mm -hmm. if they're not used to it or they haven't had many sour beers before it's kind of freaky but once you get to about the third sip you adjust and then it kind of becomes your jam I've been sipping here while you're talking, and it's, it is pretty refreshing. It's really good. One of the things we like to recommend is you get some soft cheese mm. or some aged cheese with mm-hmm. it, and it helps cut through some of that tart, and then it plays really nicely with, like, grapes and raisins, crackers. Mm, that would be good. What about brie? That would be good with brie. Exactly. Camembert. Mm. Do you know Alina from Takeaway Gourmet no. in the Cathedral District? No, I don't. So she runs a cheese shop. Go there, tell her you've yeah. got a sour beer, okay. and she'll help you pair the perfect cheese with your beer. Oh, terrific. Yeah. Terrific. She's fantastic. I recommend her to everyone. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about the Cancer Foundation of Saskatchewan. What is it you guys do? Okay, I'll put down my beer first. <laughs> so the Cancer Foundation of Saskatchewan, we are the fundraising partner of the Saskatchewan Cancer Agency. So I'll tell you who the agency is in a minute, but just so that you know, the Cancer Foundation, our role and our responsibility as we deem it is to raise funds for cancer care, cancer patients and treatment here in Saskatchewan. Every dollar we raise stays here in Saskatchewan and supports the work of the Cancer Agency. 
you want to know a bit about the agency? Yeah. A lot, it's, I always ask that question because a lot of people don't know who the Saskatchewan Cancer Agency is. It sounds like, to you, that sounds like a, a government agency, right? And really, the Saskatchewan Cancer Agency is that body that oversees all of the cancer care delivered in this province. And they have the facilities like the Alan Blair Cancer Centre, the Saskatoon Cancer Centre, each centre has a patient lodge across the street for patients, rural patients to stay. And I could talk more about that. I could, there's some great stories from that. Um, they also have community oncology programs. So patients who can have their chemotherapy delivered in closer to home in rural Saskatchewan, there's 16 locations for that. Uh, the screening programs are all run by the cancer agency. And they have a mobile mammography bus that travels around the province and women can get their mammograms on the bus when it rolls into town. It usually parks for a couple of weeks. People can make their own appointments. You don't need a referral. You can walk up if you want to get a mammogram and, uh, and do that. And, and all that work is done by the agency. And part of it is funded by the work the foundation does? Well, we're going we're gonna to enhance the work that they do. So the agency just like the Saskatchewan Health Authority, is funded by the ministry. So the Saskatchewan Health Authority looks after your health care. They have the hospitals in the province, and each hospital pretty much has their own foundation. The Saskatchewan Cancer Agency is also funded by the ministry. They have all of those facilities and those programs I just talked about. They have never, ever had a foundation before. So they now have one and the delivery of healthcare is separate from the delivery of the agency. So the government funds the agency, their operational, their uh, pharmaceutical costs, all of that, but we as a foundation can provide those extras and we can make sure that the people in this province have the best equipment and the best treatment available through the help of our donors. Can you give me an example of something your team might be working on, a project that's coming up? Do you want to hear about our current campaign? Tell me all about it. Okay. This is exciting because we are raising funds for CT simulators. There is only one in Regina. There is only one in Saskatoon. And they are that essential first step for any patient who has to undergo radiation. Why is that? Because when you go in for radiation, you really want to make sure that those, the RTs know where they're going to direct those radiation beams. Radiation technician? That's it. Okay. I'm looking over my shoulder and I'm saying, yes, a radiation technician. <laughs> and so those individuals are the ones who deliver that radiation. But before you get um, those beams of energy, they want to map out where the tumors are because you don't want to just get blanketed with radiation. Radiation kills. It's meant to help cure cancer. And so you go through the simulator, they take images of your body it looks just like a CT scanner they take all the images of your body then the medical team takes those away maps out where your tumors are where your cancer is and they determine the treatment plan that is the simulation of the actual radiation therapy and then that mapping goes over to the linear accelerator and they use that to deliver your radiation what the heck is a linear accelerator that's the machine it's amps it's huge it is absolutely huge and it's scary in my mind but the linear accelerator there's three in regina and three in saskatoon and they deliver the beams of radiation they are in the bunkers in the basement of both cancer centers they have concrete walls that are 
about three feet or three meters thick, three, three meters, I think, thick, and because of the radiation. And you, the patient goes in there, everyone leaves the room, and they watch the patient through cameras, they have microphones, all that kind of stuff, to be able to converse with the patient because they're getting doses of radiation. Mm-hmm. You said there was one machine in Saskatoon and one machine in Regina. Mm-hmm. How great is the need for more machines? For the CT simulator, the need for more machines is not great because a patient does their simulation and if their body weight doesn't fluctuate too much, that's the only time they need to have a simulation. So you could give your simulation half an hour up to an hour. You go in, they take the images, but then you're going to have anywhere. We just spoke to a person who had radiation treatment for six weeks every day of the week. So we need, that's why there's three linear accelerators because your simulation is typically once and done unless you're going back for treatment, but then you go in for a series of radiation uh, treatments. So when you get these, this updated technology, mm-hmm. what, what's going to change or what's the impact going to be? Um, it's going to be more effective, more efficient and more exact treatment for cancer patients. The thing is though, I'll tell you is we, um, we currently have the new CT simulator at the Allen Blair Cancer Center. And much of that is thanks to the garage band here in Regina, who lent their expertise and their talent to an event. Um, Connexus Credit Union gave a half a million dollar gift, half to Regina, half to Saskatoon. So the CT simulator is in the Allen Blair Cancer Center in Regina working now. The Saskatoon Cancer Centre, we're still raising funds for that CT simulator. We're about halfway there. Each one is a million and a half. So we are working on that and hoping to get that machine in in early 2020. You've probably met a million people uh, involved maybe with care or treatment from doctors to patients. Is there a story that sticks out in your mind to say, you know, this was the best day or this is why I do this, this is worth it? I'll tell you, there's been so many good days, but I will tell you my best day so far. And when I, and even as I say that, I'm now contemplating a dozen in my head, but I'm gonna tell you one story because it involved a six-year-old girl. And this is where we tell everyone, anyone can make a difference. Every dollar matters and every person matters. And this six-year-old girl, her baba had cancer and she was going to go in for radiation treatment in Saskatoon. The Baba or the six-year-old? The Baba. Okay. And so the six-year-old wanted to help her and she wanted to do something, so she asked her mom. Her mom happened to know that we were raising funds for a new CT simulator in Saskatoon. So the little girl, her name was Rose, wanted to bake cookies and raise money. So she baked 13 dozen cookies. Her mom took them to work, sold them in 20 minutes. (laughs) So we got the story, we put it on our social media, then we got a call, Global TV wanted to do a story about it, so they did a story. And then it so happened that the executive director of the Saskatchewan Heavy Construction Association saw it, and she said, why don't we get Rose to bake some cookies and we'll sell them at our convention. Just happened, it was the next week. So Rose did that. And she came down, her and her family came down to Regina, and she brought 12 dozen cookies in Christmas boxes, and we sat at their breakfast at their AGM with all of these blue-collar, gruff-looking people. Um, And this little six-year-old girl got up on the stage, and the auctioneer started auctioning the cookies, 
and they raised twelve thousand four hundred dollars. That's amazing. And uh, it we was it was like I couldn't believe it. And Rose was so sweet. She came with her brother and her mom and dad, and there were tears. And you know, it just to see people open up their hearts and give to help somebody else. And Rose, you know, to think that she could ever raise twelve thousand dollars from her first hundred and forty, I think it was, was was amazing. And and that, when you see when you see that kind of love, you just that's just you can't you can't not walk away from there feeling like we're doing a good thing. We, the people of Saskatchewan, we are doing a good thing by supporting Rose's grandma, who she calls Bubba, <laughs> right? That, that really speaks to the kind of values or the culture of the people who are in that room, too, I think. Oh, the, the Sask Heavy Construction Association, those guys and gals have incredibly big hearts. And I have run across that group a few times, and every time they step up to the plate and they support people in this community. And when I say community, to me the community is wherever you are, and that's this entire province of Saskatchewan. It's small. I guess one of the reasons that we wanted to bring you on is we've hosted you guys. We've brewed beers where a portion from every sale of the beer went towards the foundation. Mm -hmm. We've tried to do other fundraisers, including mm -hmm. November. Mm -hmm. Do you have a particular favorite beer of ours that you've tasted from the fundraising or is it all new to you? Well, I do have a favorite beer here. And my favorite beer is, well, next to this sour raspberry, is the lentil cream ale. I, I love that. And I love that for a number of reasons. Number one, it's amazing. Number two, it's brewed with lentils. Number three, those lentils are grown here with, by Saskatchewan people in Saskatchewan. And us here at the foundation, are, we really want to support local. And people who support us, we want to support them. Well, if you're keeping all those cancer-fighting dollars right here in Saskatchewan, it kind of sounds like you guys get what we're all about. It kind of sounds like we're all on the same page. I think we are all on the same page, absolutely. And and we are so appreciative. In uh, October here, Rebellion brewed a pink beer, and, and those proceeds came to the foundation for breast cancer, for screening, and for the mobile mammography bus. So thank you. I You know that we should say thank you to the rebels who came out and supported like oh yes every time we launch a pink beer pe the tap room fills up people awesome. go crazy for it yeah that's awesome and i can't think of anyone on staff who hasn't been touched by the fight against cancer um mm -hmm. my dad's a survivor mm. i know uh at least four or five members on our staff who's got family members or they themselves have directly dealt with cancer so mm -hmm. it's it's really near and dear to our hearts and i i kind of want to say thank you to you guys too mm. well thanks we can't do this without your help we can't do it without your help and the rebels help and everyone's help so if somebody wants to get involved or they want to donate money mm -hmm. where should they go where can they learn more you can learn more we are on facebook we are on twitter but the majority of our information is on our website and that's just cancerfoundationsask.ca that's awesome. <laughs> and I'm on there too, as is Mark and Jackie. Our team is on there. We're a small but mighty team. You can email any of us, reach out to any of us, and we'd be happy to answer questions, listen to your story, come and speak. We really appreciate the opportunity to just bring awareness to the fact that we're here and we're here to, to help you help others. You're giving me a warm, fuzzy feeling in my heart here, you know? <laughs> Perfect. 
Thank you for your time today. Thank you. Thanks so much for having us here. Rebels, thanks for listening today. I'm going to include links in the show notes so you can find more about the Cancer Foundation of Saskatchewan and all the great work they do. As you know, this show was never intended to be a one-way conversation. You've given me something precious, your time. And what you have to say is important too. If you'd like to join the conversation and ask our guests more questions or leave a comment about an episode, join us on our brand new Facebook group page for the Rebellion Brewing Podcast. You just hop onto Facebook and do a search for Rebellion Brewing Podcast. You'll find our page. As always, if you want to find the latest news about Rebellion Brewing, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Untapped. Thank you for joining the Rebellion. <laughs>